first there's so many things going on um maybe i will do another one to talk about uh <clears throat> fishing in the ozarks but for this let's see what, do, what sorry let me close something there we go uh yeah we're good recording woo, woo, woo. um the first thing, oh, let's see. Let's see if I took good notes. Gotta get warmed up. Gotta get warmed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. UFC 265 happened. Can I talk about that? I don't know. I did have a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about this in a, in a, in a minute. Because uh, I did want to talk about, fuck. Ugh. I don't know. I'm not feeling the energy for it. <laughs> Ugh. So let's talk about something depressing and sad. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, so yeah, <sighs> I've had a lot of people over the past couple of weeks ask me about, basically it starts like this, like Afghanistan, huh? What do you think? <laughs> and, uh, fuck, I should have wrote down my, uh, some of my things. But, uh, but, 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 um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's, everybody's, yeah, in the news, everyone's talking about it, everyone's asking questions, or a lot of people have a lot of feelings, uh, and, uh, I talked about this, uh, so I guess I've had the benefit of being, talking to my dad about it last week when I went out to the river, uh, and so he was in the Marine Corps for 26, 26 years. Yeah. 26 years. He was a fighter pilot. I flew, uh, AVAP Harriers. Uh, he was in the Gulf War. Um, was, uh, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. And then, yeah, the Gulf War. And then, uh, that rolled into like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Operation Iraqi Freedom, then Operation Enduring Freedom and blah, etc. All of it rolled on. You know, we had 9-11 and all that stuff later. But So when he went to the Persian Gulf, to the Gulf War, let's see, how old? I think I was like second grade. No, no, no. 
even younger. I was, because uh, I was like 90, 91. I think I was like first grade. Uh, and what did I think? So during that time, so I mean, I was, we were living on uh, military bases and in, you know, military towns. And everything, I'm trying to think about like what American patriotism looked like back then. Uh, so I remember there like yellow ribbons. I remember being in uh, elementary school. I think one of my teachers, her husband was actually, uh, he was also a, uh, an officer, a Marine officer, or he was in the Marines. I can't remember which one, but my mom knew her through the, she, he, she, he, her husband must have been another pilot too. Um, but anyway, so I remember going out uh, of school, I think in our little, our little school yearbooks too, that have pictures, we went out and we tied yellow ribbons on uh, like the trees or bushes or something, you know, uh, and now you see everyone has the bumper stickers, the yellow ribbon and all that, but the support of, actually, I don't know what the actual thing is, you know, support for, I'll put a thing, what it's supposed to be for, but I just remember it was like, you know, a solidarity thing and like. Uh, think of the troops kind of thing and show our support while we're back home and oh well, I also remember we did a uh, uh, we did like a patriotic America God is great play <laughs> or like musical you know like in elementary school you do musicals or whatever I think I was a bird I think I remember doing this and having like a paper beak so maybe we're eagles <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a thing people do would do now, having the kids do like a, a whole like America is great uh, like musical play. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. But uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, the point of that is saying, uh, yeah, my dad. So my dad was in America for twenty six years. Got out. <clears throat> still or uh, he's retired now he's like double retired but he, he worked uh in uh what do you call it for lockheed martin building things for a while after he got out too but uh so i'm starting this is starting out slow uh wake up me all right and then uh oh so anyways the point of this yeah so <clears throat> i've had a, a ton of people where did i put my thing uh basically just so like and i'm assuming there's like uh oh you're in the military you're in the marine corps you have thoughts on this let me ask you kind of like like <laughs> so, okay so like last year like during the uh whole george floyd thing like random people or hit me up how are you doing oh what do you think about all this kind of things kind of similar so people are like oh no i saw this terrible thing on the news i think it relates to you somehow let me ask you <laughs> kind of thing that's how i felt but uh let's see what did i say what did i say um I don't know. Basically, I mean, I think I think my original, my first response was the way I look at it is 
And so I guess the issue is uh, the the U.S. us pulling our our military forces out of Afghanistan, or that's the you know there's, of course there's a, a ton of little strings hanging off that all these loose ends and shit and terrible other stuff other it's layers it's layered very nuanced uh but the you know the main thing is u.s pulling out of afghanistan and i said that i thought i i felt like yeah it needs to be done been there for 20 years and the only way i see us so what is our idea of success? We went over there, war on terrorism, whatever you know that means, and then uh, we wanted to bring democracy and freedom to the Afghan to people in Afghanistan. I think that's what you know. What I mean, that's like the whole our whole thing. We're like, hey, we want people to be free. We have these freedoms here, and we want other. We believe that there's certain rights that people deserve, or inalienable rights, or whatever. So we're trying to do that. That's our that's our message of why we're over there, and or part of it. And <clears throat> I don't think, or so this was my first response. I said I, I think the only way that it's it's gonna work, uh, like having a democratic government that doesn't oppress people in <laughs> the way that we don't want them to oppress people. Uh, is if we made it like the 51st state or like a fucking territory like uh, Puerto Rico or Cuba or whatever. Or not Cuba. Is Cuba a territory? No. Puerto Rico. <laughs> but yeah. So I think it would take, basically we would have to take over. <laughs> and basically, yeah, we, we, it would, we would have to take over. And do everything. We just have to make it an, an extension of the U.S. Because it's we've been there for 20 years. We've been trying to, or we've been giving, dumping, or putting money, building infrastructure, teaching them how we do things, and saying, "Hey, look, this is how we do it. You can do it this way too." You know, teaching. I'm gonna do jumping jacks and shit. And uh, yeah, it just it's not gonna happen without them doing it. And uh, when I talked to my dad about it, he brought up a great point. <clears throat> the point he made was, or he, so he asked me the question. He says, uh, what are two examples? He says, think, give, give me, uh, examples of, uh, countries that the America we've been to war with, we've defeated in war and successfully like imposed or get given them or put into place a democratic system. Uh, and they're like thrived afterwards. I was like, oh, okay, I haven't thought about that. And then he's like, all right, Japan and Germany. Both of those countries, we defeated them. Re replaced, uh, like, uh, like Japan, for sure. I can't remember what how long the agreement was or whatever. It was like, basically, it's like, hey, you're not allowed to have a military anymore. So then they be they poured all their, res all their energy into uh, manufacturing and in industrial age uh, type processes and now that you know now they're uh, what do you call it you know they're on the global market they're they're uh, advanced nations and I was like oh shit that is true like fucking Germany 
fucking they used to be the Nazis, you know, and then now they're German. Then Japan came back from their empire building, like leader in electronics and manufacturing electronic components and shit like that, technology. Uh, so I was like, oh well, if that's, I mean, those are you know success cases there. Like why wouldn't why doesn't why hasn't that worked or why doesn't that work or why hasn't that worked? I said that twice. Why hasn't that worked in Afghanistan? <clears throat> and I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I guess uh, yeah. The huge difference is Japan and Germany. They were already in the industrial age. They were manufacturers. You know, they're building all their fucking ships and tanks. Or Germany's building all the tanks and shit. Then uh, Japan with their ch- uh, sh- their fleet or navy and their uh, airplanes and shit. So they were deep into industrial age. And then when we told them no more military, then they already had the infrastructure and resources to pour into building things. Okay, Afghanistan doesn't have that. Like they're like they they don't have uh, they're not like they don't have that major export of. But although I do, I guess there are. Ooh, excuse me. I didn't know there's, I think, lithium or whatever, like huge mineral deposits of shit that they use for building, I don't know, batteries and cell phones and shit. But I'm pretty sure, I don't know if, like, Afghanistan, I feel like, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look. I don't want to make any things. So I'm going to look. Maybe I'll put up a thing here for, for their resources or their output or whatever. But I would say, for in general, for the most part, the whole country, they're in the agrarian age still. Or epoch or epoch or whatever, yeah. But so you know, like before we human, we started out hunter gatherers, subsistence subsistence level uh, living, having to go out and you know acquire whatever food, and then started domesticating animals, started uh, grow uh, and plants, you know, growing agriculture, doing agriculture. So then we move into the agrarian age. You know, every people start getting uh, specialized skill sets. Uh, like one person, oh, I know how I. I'm really good at like raising lambs and others. Oh, I'm really good at like fucking making things out of wool and clothing. And then, so everyone's gets, they get specialized comparative. Fuck. What am I doing? It's com- There's a term, economical term, I think, uh, comparative advantage. Maybe is that the word? But anyway, so everyone, instead of everyone now, like each family having to like go out and get like, Oh, I got to go out and hunt food and berries and whatnot and bring it back. Now we're like, Oh, we've, taking care of food and berries that were growing right here and then that uh people get into specialized skill sets and then trading commerce markets then you expand on that and then you need uh, bigger tools for doing more farming and covering more land and we move into the industrial age <clears throat> or what was the beginning steam power i think was the beginning of the industrial age so then we start mass producing things and building factories uh and then we get into the information age you know, with computers and technology, electronic technology, and the internet, internet, the internet, and then we're like whatever we're moving into now. So it's like now us, America, we're here at like the top of the information age, and we're, and then we're looking at Afghanistan, saying, "Oh, hey, everything, you, the way you treat people and." Um, this and that, the way you 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 govern people, 
we don't like it. We don't think that that's not that's not a good example of freedom. So we go and try, like, hey, we got to rescue these people that are being oppressed by certain groups or whatever, where they're at. So it's kind of, and we're like, oh, hey, look, look at the way we live. We are a democratic society and we have all this. Now, here, you do what we do kind of thing. So it's kind of like I thought of it in a way of like it's like we're trying to travel back in time and put suits on hunter-gatherers and subsistence level uh, uh, people that, you know, they have to, f yeah, whatever, subsistence level. Damn, I can't even speak. That thing that I'm trying to say, read the word, I'll put it up there. So we're trying to go back and put suits on fucking hunter-gatherers and tell them, hey, now l live like city people from fucking 2021. And it, so it's, we're trying to bridge this huge gap of history and time like just accelerate that and be like or or even the other way around i guess like transplanting someone from a thousand years ago or 500 years ago and then trying to transplant them in new york city and be like there you go thrive look at all this freedom you have you can have all these choices and do all that so it's they have no concept of they're still like trying to figure out even what that is you know what i mean like imagine how much it would throw how dis disorienting is that the word disorienting it would be to be plucked from this like 2021 and put into uh 2121 when whatever is going on in the future then like trying to be dropped in and be like all right hey here you are now live like everybody else is living right here when you've spent your whole life living one a, a, a completely different way <clears throat> Damn. I think my brain is broken. And it sucks. So it's I mean there's a lot of things that suck about it. Well, I guess first to to cap that part, part off. Um So yeah, that that really it, that was uh made a lot I put opened up a per, uh, perspective to me when my dad put it to me that way of saying hey yeah look at germany and japan and then think about the difference between what was going on there and what the infrastructure and technology they had compared to afghanistan and so the <clears throat> so it's really it's so one the, unless we just completely take over and make it another an extension of america they have to, to, to they have to do it themselves and they've had what however many years we've been doing this for like 20 years trying to build up the country it, there, there's <laughs> i feel like there's no there's no better resourced country to tr try to build up the infrastructure there and it, it, you know it just it's not taking and oh yeah another good thing that my dad brought up too he's like think the the brits were there for 20 years trying to conquer them they were there 20 years and then they were gone then the soviets came in same thing 20 years and then out and then we come in 20 years same thing so obviously like when the brits are there it's, you know their empire building colonialism the Soviets were there, you know, same thing, empire building, 
colonialism. We can call it something different. And then for uh, for us, of course, we don't call it colonialism or imperialism. But I mean, what else do you call it when we're fucking uh, a military superpower and we're fucking putting our just placing our military assets there, and then t- and then t- telling them, hey, here, conform to our idea of government. I mean, seems like colonial or imperialism. And I'm not saying that there's no good in it. Like I said, there's a lot of layers to it. A lot of different competing interests. Competing prerogatives. All with our, each group with our own intentions and ideas and expectations. So there's areas in which those overlap and areas in which those conflict. Like anything else. Hmm. So then, yeah, it sucks to see the bad shit that happens to people there. I mean, obviously the like the like the images of people trying to at the airport trying to climb on and like falling off the landing gear, and then these attacks that just happen. Or it's just like, because, yeah, like I said, part of it is like, yeah, we got to get out of it. There just comes a point of, you know, diminishing returns. And we've tried it one way for 20 years. And uh, it hasn't taken. And it's, it's, so it's, yeah, it sucks to see bad things happening to people. And then also to think about. All the resources, including human lives, that we've poured into it from America's side. I mean, and other countries that have been involved, too. So all the lives that have gone into it. So then it kind of feels like we're wasting all those, all that sacrifice, all those people that were killed and wounded. Uh, so it kind of feels like leaving without being able to wave a banner of victory is like, oh, they all died for nothing or they're all fucking, people are injured for nothing. All the, all the shit that anyone's done is for nothing. Is I mean, how it feels and can feel. I mean, some people feel differently, but. And then also like with these attacks that just happened too, it's kind of like, uh, like, <laughs> this, this is the thing I was explaining to, <laughs> to my dad too. And he, he, he understands it. Uh, like from, pro- I don't know. From like fourteen, probably puberty, uh, up until like I don't know thirty, twenty eight, thirty, thirty four. I don't know somewhere in those that period. The whole time, all I wanted to do was like fucking fight, or fight, or fuck and or fighting. And you know it's built into our DNA. You know it's, it has ev- evolutionary function of you know young men during that once you hit puberty and up into a certain age you have that aggressiveness in you because like the people the young males in the past who weren't aggressive weren't going out and making things happen going out and 
doing the hunting, doing dangerous stuff, or f- defending the groups against other groups, or finding other groups to overtake and take their resources. So that's, I mean, we're, we've got uh, hundreds of thousands of years of that built into us. <clears throat> so that's why, you know what I mean, with young men, that's why we got need sports programs and... I mean the military, because <laughs> we've got to got to do something with that that energy, and you just have this purpose, or you uh, when you're a young man, you have this purpose, or you you uh, have this drive to find purpose, and a lot of times that purpose is uh, related to f- you know physical conflict and physical events. I think that's why you know sp- sports are so big and popular because it's it's like we're doing that. We're doing those uh, athletic those those motions that were are related to the our uh, things in our past, our compulsions from the past, like running, hunting, jumping, all that kind of shit, and you know, fighting and killing to get food and killing to take resources or killing to stop your resources being taken. Uh oh yeah yeah. So my point is saying that is like telling my dad is like yeah from like fucking whatever sixteen to thirty or whatever. Like, all that you want to do is physical conflict. <laughs> and then you get, and then once I, you know, once I got past that age, especially after having been in the military, having certain experiences, and then now looking back, and I think I talked about it before, because like when I was going into the military, I had this idea of, like, so it's like you get, there's like these uh, qualifiers for, uh, or there's like, what do you call it? There's like uh, valuations of death, of, of, or valuations of kinds of death. Like there's kind of like people are like, oh, there's like a honorable death or there's a wasted death, death or like a fucking sad death or a gr- happy, you know, like, oh, good this happened kind of thing. And then there's and a lot of stuff that's tied to like military and uh, police and whatnot. It's like made to look like heroic and patriotic. Um, and there's like these, like, I don't know, like images of like very cinematic, like ideas about what, you know, fighting or combat or conflict, physical conflict is. And they're tied to like kind of a lot of times tied to these ideologies. It's like I'm a, I'm a warrior for this or I'm a warrior for that, and it's like it's uh, honorable to 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 go and fight on in this manner. Or but if it's in another context, it's not. So part, like when I went into the Marine Corps, one of my th- things I was working through in my head was if doing you know if doing if doing like if doing patriotic violence is this or i guess like a question that i had was all right so like people have idea like people say yeah murder is wrong like oh murder is like the willful taking of another person's life but if you're doing it in self-defense or if you are doing it uh, in the military role on behalf of your country or if you're um, like a law enforcement and you, you know, you have to defending your life or you're defending citizens lives, then, you know, it's honorable to, 
to kill in the, that context, but to kill someone just because of a disagreement or because you wanted something of theirs, then that, that's dishonorable. That's like despicable and disgusting murder, like like the label of murder on that. But killing, but having to, but then doing it in those other uh, f- functions like uh, self-defense, uh, national offense, you know, local offense, so like military police or just a citizen defending themselves or their family or their property, that's like honorable. So it's like despicable murder or like honorable murder or honorable killing. Or like the words are even different that we use for it. But the thing that I came <laughs> to realize is that it's like killing is killing. There's no, there's no like, there's no like, glory <laughs> it's not glorious there's it's like <clears throat> kill, just killing someone because you don't like them and killing someone in self-defense it's still it's to me it's just it, they're both murder of course like as a, I guess as society and culture we've agreed that one of those is socially acceptable like one is completely condemnable and the other is um, acceptable. And we put these values and ideas of why. But the thing that I've come to realize, it it's the same thing. Killing is killing. All killing is murder. And I mean, sometimes, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, all killing is murder. We should, we can't get rid of the military and the police and shit. Like, no, I'm not saying that. Like it, that's that's a, death is a part of life, and killing is a sometimes is is a part. I mean, to eat, we kill animals. Like so, let's we also take 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 it. We, it's like we take ourselves out of the whole animal world. It's like we we're just, we're all part of this whole cycle, even though we have built all this crazy shit that's other animals don't do. But killing is killing. Like the lion, like we don't get mad at the lion for eating the gazelle. G- gazelle. I guess, I don't know, I don't know if they can take it personal or not, but they just know, they're like, oh, that thing wants to eat me, I gotta do this other thing, I gotta stay, to stay alive, I gotta, like, run and all this shit, so it's not like, (laughs) there's not, like, uh, I don't know, there's not, like, ideologies tied to, to it, it's just like, that, that's just life, it's sometimes, I mean, you're alive until you're not, sometimes you kill, sometimes you people kill you or sometimes you get killed or sometimes you know what I mean? It's all struggle. It's all a fucking chaos and struggle. It's all balancing, like, uh, swaying from one side to the other and rebalancing and trying to achieve that. Like homeostasis, I guess, or whatever. Uh, and like systems. Uh, so yeah, cause, and then also like, cause I, another part of it too, I was, thinking about different conflicts like like even let's just go back to what we were saying like with japan they and during that time japan knew that they were they knew that they were the good guys right it's not like they were like oh we're these (laughs) we have this whole evil plot and we're just gonna destroy everyone because we want to be bad you know they thought they're like hey this is our people, our way of life, the way that we think, this is the right. Everyone else is a threat to that. So it's our right to go out and like squash the threat presented by people that are different. 
same thing. I don't, that was our motivation. Well, I mean, I mean, of course, yeah, they fucked up and bombed Pearl Harbor because we were not. We were just building shit to to put into the war until then. But so I guess in that instance, we had a specific thing like, oh fuck, they just blew up our shit. We gotta do it. But anyways, either both sides. <clears throat> we. I mean, in every conflict, both sides think feel that they're the good guys. So if, it's like you know what I mean. It's like, are we all good guys? Or are we all the ba- are we all good guys? Or are we all bad guys? And there are, I mean, I mean, legitimate. It's difficult to even use those terms like good guys, bad guys. Yeah, sucks all around. Oh, fuck. I was going to read some articles about some buddies. Uh, some, but some of my buddies that, dang, I mean, it's, I don't think it, it's funny to me, it's funny to us, but I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> so, so two of my buddies, they were on the same team together, uh, in Afghanistan. I don't remember, so dang, I need to look up the article. Fuck. One second, let me look up the... I don't want to fuck it up. Let me see if I can find it. But it's... Uh, two of them, but he's not going to say their names. One of them, I guess I can say cause his nickname. Key wrong. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, uh, so, yeah, two... They ended up... So our one buddy, he was a team leader, and then uh, Kiron, he ended up uh, on his team, and so they're over there. Fuck, maybe. Gosh damn it. If I can find the... Gosh damn. Article, the right one. Uh... Oh, here we go, here we go. What? Oh, shit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wow, that's so weird. So <laughs> so there's another guy that has the same name as one of my buddies. and But this dude says he died in 2013. And then his picture, it looks like he's a cross between the two guys that I'm about to talk about. <laughs> um... Damn it. I found it before. What did I do with it? Uh, Let's see. Dang, there's a lot of dead people by this dude. Same name. (laughs) Oh, no. That's not it. Gosh, damn it. I'm going to look it up another time. Lord. Hold on. 
Oof. Let me see if I let's try this one. Do 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 do. Nope, 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 nope. Gosh damn it. Where's this picture? This picture pops up, but oh shit, what does that go to? Uh oh. Oh, <laughs> well, here's his, uh, so his current job, I guess, what he works for whatever this, what is this for? I don't know, some firm, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take his name over. It says, says, he led, trained, and directed a team of intelligence specialists during combat deployment to Afghanistan as a member of the United States Marine Corps. He was awarded the Purple Heart Medal and as a member of the military order, the Purple Heart <laughs> <laughs> disabled American veterans, DAV, and veterans of foreign wars, VFW. Now I'm laughing because uh, a joke, <laughs> a Marine Corps joke is the Purple Heart is the uh, the enemy marksmanship award. <laughs> um, fuck. But I, want, I need to find. Oh shit! Is he? A, he's an attorney. Dang, I can't find this damn letter. Anyway, I guess so. The whole point of it was, uh, or part of the point of it was, so my two buddies, uh, and fuck, I want to read the thing because I don't want to fuck up the details. But anyway, so they're on patrol. Uh, what am I? Uh, call this my one buddy, Beryl. <laughs> the one that I just read the stuff about. We'll call him Beryl. So Beryl, I think he goes up to. He goes up on a hill to put up some comms gear or something. He starts taking fire. Our other buddy, uh, Kiron, like, runs down to get batteries. While he's up there, Barrel, uh, I think it's... I don't know if he noticed that. See, I, I don't want to fuck up the whole story because I'm trying to just say it from memory. But anyway, so some shit happens. Barrel gets shot. Uh, Kiron, like, I guess he was, like, the first responder and blah, blah, blah. I'll find the detail. I'll put the thing up. Shit. But anyway, so <laughs> so then Kiron writes, uh, fuck, who told? Me? So then Kiron writes like this long letter about what a hero Barrel was, and like sends it into the local newspaper of his hometown, so they publish it. So these two guys too, both great guys, fucking, I guess geniuses. I got Barrel probably is a tested genius. Kiron. He's pretty. He's really smart guy. Uh, frustratingly smart guy, <laughs> like annoyingly smart sometimes. But <laughs> but so they both had this thing where like it was like this whole like uh, humility thing. <laughs> like people were like, you know, the regular people were like, no, nah, it's just doing my job, you know. But they did it in this way where it's like, <clears throat> it's like, you know, it's like the. You know, like when people are passive aggressive, you know, that term, like, it's like they're being aggressive, but they're doing it passively. So it's not like direct aggression. So they do like kind of like passive humility or like, like passive, uh, uh, bravado, like passive bravado. <laughs> Where like, they're always like, like, oh, I'm the most humble guy, you know, and stuff like that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, 
both very confident, very arrogant, but like yeah, there's like that. Uh, what did I call it? Uh, the the passive bravado kind of thing? It's really, it's funny. I don't know. It's funny to me knowing them because that's I don't know. Uh, but anyways, what am I saying? So <clears throat> I'll say like so for guys. Oh, anyways, so, so yeah, the, the whole, uh, I'll put that story up or whatever, but the whole point of it was me saying, so for my buddies, or for people, so yeah, I was saying the different layers of what, uh, everything that sucks about the whole Afghanistan thing, so it's like, you see the people, and the people that do want to leave, and that don't like the way things are, and do want help in changing the way things are. And then also we have the people, all the people and resources that we send from America and other countries there to do that. And people are being injured and killed. And then now we're pulling out. So then like for my buddies who have like been taken actual, like taken, stood on the ground, been shot and bleeding on that ground. And then... Or people, yeah, we know that got blown up. And uh, so then it's like, yeah, it's kind of like we're leaving all of them behind. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it's, yeah, selfish to think about Because, yeah, the people that are just living there are getting all fucked up. Um, and we're just visitors. But still, it's like, or I mean, some people are like, they're there forever now. Their bodies, at least, are their souls or blood or whatever you know what i mean they died there uh so it just yeah it sucks and you know we're thinking because i think through the last 20 years like america has been especially in the beginning especially after 9-11 too america's really very supportive of the military and the troops and all that kind of stuff, even though, I mean, civilians don't understand even what that means, but it's good to have that support, but I have heard some people saying, like, their family members have told them, been like, oh, how could you be, how could you have participated in that illegal war for so long, and what, and done all this, and done that, for the most part, like, going back to, like, when, like I was saying, like, when I was fucking 16 and on it's like i didn't give i was like yeah i'll kill for him i'll I'll go do this for america like i don't care i just want to fight and fight and fuck i'll go do that for america i don't care just tell me who kind of thing and I, a lot of people that join the military i mean there's some people that join the military and don't expect to ever have to fucking deploy but uh or do anything and then but other people would join like hey yeah i'm joining this big organization that's to show my service to my country and to the people around me and then even like actually when you actually do get in the military that all the ideology of like uh i'm over i'm doing this for america you know what i mean that kind of like goes out of our heads it's like we're just then it becomes we're just doing (laughs) it's not like well i'm just doing my job but it's not like you're you're doing it to do your job but you're and we also when you're in the military, you don't think about it as, like, a job. You know, like, oh, I'm going to work. It's like, oh, i got to go to formation. 
uh, gotta go to this fucking gotta go to pt gotta go to medical gotta, it's not like uh gotta go into work we don't really think about it that way it's just because it's, it's just it's a lifestyle it's not a job because it's 24 fucking seven and you, you everything that you end up doing is really it's really about the people that are around you they're like guy or like it's guys and gals that are in your unit or fucking in on your team because they have female teams now i'm pretty sure they probably do uh but yeah yeah it's, it, we're not it, there was never a time that i was like fuck yeah i'm, I'm doing this for america america's I hope America appreciates this shit. You know what I mean? It's, that's just, it's not the way that we ever, or anyone that I've talked about it to, other vets and, or people that were in, are in, I don't think we ever thought about it that way. And then, like, we make jokes, like, we're like, America, fuck yeah, and doing shit like that. Like, look at all this democracy we're bringing. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, and we say it, like, kind of ironically and jokingly, because I, th- more than anyone, yeah, military for sure knows, like, once you're one in the military, even if you're just garrison or doing support stuff stateside for people that are forward deployed, or then when you're fucking forward deployed, it's, it's, it's never, it's not the, you know, those, like, cinematic sequences that you see in movies, like, you have the music and smoke behind you, or people coming on the choppers, and you're just like, you know what I mean, with the fucking Vietnam music playing, it's, there's nothing... I mean, I guess there's like moments, maybe, but it's it. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not a movie. There's because it's it's not a montage. It's a fucking just a grind all day, every day. And I think a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people join the military because they they're like, yeah, I do want to help. Like, I want to help America for sure. And then I want to help America by killing its enemies and or like going to other countries and helping them. Like, yeah, bringing them freedom or democracy or whatever. I think I think that's like a lot of our mindsets when we're we're going into the military. And uh, yeah, I just watched this thing. Uh Uh, oh, oh shit, I did write this one down though. Uh, I'll put the link up here. I think it's, what I it called Breaking Points is the name of the channel. Um, but they had this, uh, former Marine Corps officer. He was a FAO or a Ford Affairs officer. And he learned Pashto and maybe another language, but he went over there. And so he talks about. And I think I think the title of the thing is like, oh shit, let me look. The title of the thing. Oh shit, I gotta go to meeting. It's called uh, <laughs> or this uh, this is a hyperbolic fucking title, but former Marine officer exposes Afghan war lies. But anyway, it's like 17 minute video, I guess, or that's and then you can get the full thing. But in the part that I watched, the 17 minute clip or version or preview or whatever. He talks about his experience in going over there and uh, trying to, or being in charge of uh, of so, like validating the 
um, like infrastructure building process of saying, oh, here they, the local uh, military units or the local people have, it's basically like he has like a, a red, yellow, and green rating of like where their readiness level was for, for different things and uh, different infrastructure, different capabilities, different, you know, resource management. He said like when he went in and there's all this money coming in and being put into that and they're being told like how much money to it's supposed to be being spent building things up. And then he goes into some details of like, air, you know, antidotal or just his experiences of like trying to or looking at some of the, the evaluation forms and being like, oh, it's pretty good. It's all green and yellow. And then he went out and like actually did went to evaluate the things and he's like no this is not right and he tried to tell he's like hey these should not be green they still need to work on this and this but i guess he was kind of it was like getting pushed through like no no no. we have a timeline all these things got to be green and yellow so that when we leave or when we move on to the next thing or whatever we can say oh no, no look they were all we gave them everything they were all set up to run it um so we're good to go kind of like the what was that school program they used uh no child left behind where it's like no everyone graduates doesn't everybody graduates everyone gets a diploma <laughs> there's not enough high school graduates in the workforce or people having trouble getting jobs because they don't have high school diploma so just we'll give everyone a diploma and that'll fix it uh that's kind of feels or sounds similar to me or feels similar uh so yeah he talks about the different uh programs and like like country like uh, infrastructure and country building projects that are have been misrepresented and it's kind of been more about this this is him saying it's been it was more about um i think like certain contracts for building things and the money that was being a awarded contracts to build certain things that was going back to certain blah blah i don't know i'll put the thing up for his details but so someone actually sent me the link and they asked me uh what i thought about it or if it was similar or what did he say or what was his actual question Oh, he said, is this assessment pretty true to your experience or no? I completely agree with his final point that the government has lots or lost a lot of credibility. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then he goes into talking about how people, how uh, the government has misrepresented some activ- the facts and activities of things that are going on in Afghanistan and then he's like, no wonder people don't trust, you know, certain voices or the, the or the government in general about things like saying, oh, look, the fucking uh, the recession is over. But then he's like, goes back to his hometown. He's looking around. He's like the house he grew up in was like all boarded up. There's shops are shutting down. There's people without jobs. And he's like, how are people supposed to believe you know, official sources telling them, oh, the recession is over, uh, economy is booming, but it's like, well, it's not for them. It's not for, like whole communities. It's, that's not the truth for them. It's like, so of course it makes sense that oh, there's people that are like, oh, well, you're telling the government's telling me I need to do this, but 
they're also telling me, oh, everything's good now. But it's like, no, my life is not good. <laughs> so he's saying, yeah, I can see why people uh, have trouble trusting that kind of stuff. But uh, I was trying to think of <laughs> similar uh, uh, situations or experiences. And I thought of I guess this doesn't really relate though. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just gonna t t t talk through it and then see what I think. Cause I was thinking about it earlier and I was like, ah, oh, maybe that's kind of similar. So on my last deployment, we accidentally dro dropped the fucking uh, sky track on a house. Or, um, yeah, I'll put up a sky track. It's like a big, like, like, uh, forklift thing, but it can mo do all kinds of movies. It looks like f from the movie Aliens, kind of like those things that you ride in and like, meh, 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 those machines that they had. I'll put it, I'll find a picture of it. Anyways, it's a piece of like, uh, equipment. Is it construction equipment? I don't know. It's a, it's a piece of equipment. And when I say we dropped it, was the CB's fault. We blamed the CB because <laughs> he was driving. It was attached to his fucking truck that he was driving. And it came the 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 he was towing it and it, the tow cable it came detached, rolled down the hill, fucking ran through these people's hut. It's not disrespectful to say hut because it's a hut. It's a, it was made out of um bamboo and you know that the corrugated steel whatever that you know the corrugated metal tin or whatever for the roofs but it's made out of, you know bamboo and fucking sticks and shit so I mean, it, was, it was a hut right it's not disrespectful if that's what it was right uh so anyway so we're going up the hill the thing breaks it rolls down it fucking rolls through these people's house we're like fuck we just <laughs> killed all these people in accident uh and <laughs> And he goes down to the. Oh yeah, this was his nickname was Chauncey, so I can. It, that's not his real name. So Chauncey goes down there. And looks through the rubble, and there's like. I can't remember how the evaluation process goes. But anyways, you go down, you're like, oh shit, look at the damage. See if try to see if, like there's any people under the that were injured and i guess there was like a dude he, he like fucking wasn't he wasn't inside he was laying down but he like when he came over then he was laying on the ground and like oh but he was like anyways long story short so what ends up happening is uh i can't remember what the legal represent i think it's jag maybe and then there's some other like military legal entity or something that had to come out they so they had to come out and like do an investigation on this uh and they basically so they look at all it's like the same like a car accident happens and it says you change your insurance information the uh insurance adjuster or whatever comes out and looks and evaluates and then makes a determination it was like that so they came out they look at the people's house and then they like fucking like give them a sack like a fucking uh like a, a sack of money <laughs> and it's like because it's off so where I was at, it's like, there's one like road, it's like a circum, like one paved road. 
It's like a, this sort of, what do you call it, circumvential road or whatever. So it's basically one road that goes around the entire area. And it was even, it's being built at the same time, parts of it. So parts of it were finished and parts of it still being built. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we had one. Anyways. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> anyway, so they come out. They look. They, like, give the evaluation. Then they hand the people, like, a fucking bag of cash. And it's like, hey, this is this is the value or like you know what i mean this is your reimbursement for the the damage that the american military did to your fucking house or whatever and oh yeah that was the point of me saying it was on that that one of the main roads so we came by that place more than you know what i mean like a couple times a month maybe every two weeks maybe i don't know however whenever we would roll past and so like i said the first one we went by and we went or when Chauncey fucking <laughs> dropped the sky track on their house, uh, you know, it was just it was like a it was a bamboo hut with I don't even know if they had I don't even remember <coughs> if they had the corrugated steel on the roof. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it was like you know a bamboo hut when we first saw it, and then as we were coming by, like the next time. They were building, so with the money that, you know, the bag of money they got, they built a uh, hollow block. They started building, because, uh, excuse me, this is in southern Mindanao in the Philippines. In the Philippines, like a lot of construction stuff made out of hollow block, the cinder, or those, you know, those cinder blocks. So then these people, they were able to upgrade their house from, <laughs> from a fucking bamboo hut. Now they're building like a fucking palacio, a fucking palace of hollow blocks, like a real fucking structure so i mean i mean they kind of won the lottery and, and nobody i mean i think some someone got like bumped but no one no one got killed and no one got like actually run over there's just like the one guy who like laid on the ground and was just like playing it up because uh, other other situations that happened that were it's basically anytime we had destroy something on accident we'd have to have like they would have like the legal people come in and liaison with the locals and then fucking give them money to be like oops america sorry here you go uncle sam says sorry and uh so then the people <laughs> knew that you know like same with car accident people when they get out and they're just like oh oh man my neck and they're like well we didn't even hit you we just slammed on the brakes just like oh i don't know feel a big bill coming on that kind of thing uh and that was a whole uh i guess like Dynamic or like a thing about the military or the government or about America being in other countries that I didn't realize. Because <laughs> to me, it was like, you know what I mean? We're ride, <laughs> riding around in armored vehicles with fucking, our uh, fucking flax on and holding rifles. And it's like, I never would have imagined there are instances of if we destroy something, then we have to like pay money to the people. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like those people weren't enemy combatants they weren't doing anything wrong they were just <laughs> they were just living there and Chauncey dropped the fucking sky track on them um but yeah it's that's a thing i never would have thought of but uh so yeah uh, yeah i guess it's not exactly related to what the guy was saying but it does in my i do I, it's a thing i didn't know was happening but i do see it's like we do also uh put money into building up certain things because there, there are other projects too like uh building uh, like little schoolhouses or just like random little structures and shit 
but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember being in ninth, yeah, ninth grade, because my dad, he was still active duty then. Uh, and like, since I was a kid, I was like in my head, I always, that was always my plan was like to be a Marine one day. So I'm in ninth grade and I remember, cause my dad was in, like I said, like Desert Shield, Desert Storm, like the Persian Gulf. And then, um, so I was in ninth grade in like, I think 99 or 2000, 98, 98, 99. So it's like things were winding down. I was like, oh. There's not even going to be a war for me when I'm fucking 18 years old. <laughs> that was like what I was thinking in my head. I was so disappointed. I was like, ah, there's going to be no war for me to fight it. I mean, wait a couple years, me. Uh, but yeah, I guess part of the point of me saying now is like going back to thinking about like the, 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 that compulsion in young men to, to, to get out. We got to test our bodies and we got to feel out, uh, kind of like our f place in the world i guess in a way our our our, our uh our ranking uh, on the totem pole is that racist to say you know like where we fit this is another thing too this is my dad when he was growing up he moved around a little bit and this it was similar for him too when i was a kid when i was growing up because i moved we moved around a lot like i said my dad was in the marine corps so we moved every couple years every school or neighborhood i moved into always ended up had to fight somebody because it's like like as being the new boy coming in like everyone else has figured out where they fit in the pack so it's like you got to come in and you got to fight at least one person and it's not like you know it's not like a a rule like they're like oh welcome to fight club everyone fights the first night it's just like it was just like a, a thing that happened in every place that i moved to it's like i ended up because people didn't know who each other were you like you know make friends you meet people you're like oh somebody you like you make friends, but then there's also like this tent. People are, and this is with the young men. I don't, I don't think young f females do this as much, or it's not as prevalent. But from a young man, everywhere I went, always had fought. I had to fight at least one person, and then until people figured out, like, oh, you figure out where you, kind of where you're, you're at in the, the, the pecking order. That's the word I was trying to think of, not total pole. The pecking order. I wonder where that term comes from. I'll look it up. Well, maybe I'll put it up. But anyway, so you, you got to figure out where you're at in the pick. Oh, shite. Uh, fuck. I'm late for a thing. Uh, maybe I'll come back. <laughs>